Oh, hey. Lo lovely seeing you here, sexy nerds. You know what's still going on? Our Pop Vinyl Funko uh, giveaway on YouTube. Make sure you comment on our latest videos. We just put up a new one about the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Comment it, like it, make sure you're subscribed. It's that easy. We're going to give away a, a vinyl for one of those videos and one for the videos in the past. So make sure you're commenting. Sexy nerds of the Nerd Imperium, welcome to this week's episode of the Currently Nerdy Podcast. We are your inner conclave of nerdum. My name is Diz, and I am your pop culture and sports nerd of the group. Ali? I'm only your classic nerd. And I'm VM, a comic book nerd. Bro. Bros. Bros. I Shut had, up. I had a total bro moment this weekend. Was it? I felt like I was the smartest of all my friends this weekend because I kept getting text messages asking me questions and I had answers to stuff. About what? About... By the way, the button on this is going to take a while to break in, huh? A little bit. Okay. Yeah, it takes a little while. But about the facey punchy time. The what? The facey punchy time. That you, that's what you're calling it? UFC? Yeah. That's what we're going to go my, with? Uh, my old coworker Jason, uh, auto-corrected UFC to my phone to facey punchy time. So that's <laughs> basically what it is, though. It's facey punchy time. But I've never felt so popular. People are asking me, hey, Diz, who is this guy? And why should I root for him? Hey, Diz, why did that guy say his balls is hot? I'm not sure that being an expert. I'm an expert. In this is what would make you feel. Shut up. Let me have my expertise in something. All right? Make you feel smart. When people ask you about history questions, I don't judge you for knowing the answer. Yes. History is an academic discipline that took years of study, mastery of multiple languages, command of sources. It's uh -huh. like I'm talking to people about art. <laughs> You're talking to people about art. punchy facey time. Facey punchy time. Facey punchy time. It's art. It's mixed martial arts. It's punchy facey time makes more sense. There's, there's that is true. No, punchy punchy, punchy time makes no sense yeah. at all. Punchy facey time is yeah. Facey punchy time. No, it's punchy facey time. I know, but facey punch pun faces. Yeah. yeah, you don't you face. Faces, yeah. You don't face faces, a punch. It's backwards, right? Yeah, you don't, it's backwards. Yeah, faces yeah. get punch time. It's it's in the time pa for the faces it, to get it's punched. It's in the passive. It's like the it's like people who grade papers. That's the worst nightmare. But it's punchy like, facey time this is a wonderful good. podcast. Facey punchy time sounds better. I'm going with facey punchy time. Anyways, I was speaking to people about an art that I enjoy. Don't shit on me I wouldn't for call my it an art. art. It's an art. It's it has the art. word arts in it. It's an art. It's wait, an art. wait, your art, what have you done to involve yourself in mixed martial arts? I, we were just talking I about listened this. I to the podcasts. I watched the jujitsus. I, I did karate as a child. Bullshit. Um, uh, I, I was just good... talking to kids about my students about nationals. And by the way, your cartoon made it into a slide. Um... And that was one of the points I was making. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, that was one of the points I was making. I was like, what is this like when we watch sports? What is this like? We, our team. Like, we did it. It's like, what yeah. do you mean we? I've Your contributed. fat ass sat there. I've lost weight. And time. ate potato chips. There's no we. Like, you're, <laughs> I love you. Like, like, my art. As yeah. if you've ever. I mean, in, in fairness, out of the three of us, V is the closest that could say we or my because he's actually done MMA. 
He's actually he may not have fought you know, in an octagon, but you did MMA and he trained with you MMA. Train in MMA. You don't do MMA. You train. Yeah, but I, you, I, you know you could say you do MMA. Right? I actually trained with with actual who, fighters. I, I trained with guys who were getting ready for fights. Right. So it's so not like, like of all I of us, stuck to only fighters. person who can say my art is the you are yeah. a spectator. And my, even then, I would never consider it an art. Okay, but here's the thing: you are fucking watercolor is an art. This. Shut up. No. <laughs> no. curators call it their art. No, I'm only, a curator. Not only are you a spectator, but you're a spectator behind the screen. You're not even at the actual game itself. It's not a game. It's a what match. do you call it? A match. Whatever. Yeah. I've been the fight. The I've fight. I've been there. Plenty of times. the incident. Yes. <laughs> that's a, yeah. really that's really what it should be called. But yeah. All I know is this was the biggest like mixed martial arts event of all time which right? is tragic like it was the it was biggest tragic. fight like of all time Arguably. and it had your boy had my boy Khabib Nurmagomedov no Conor no, McGregor no, my boy no, Conor McGregor no, Derek Lewis any, the Black Beast baby. anyone who has listened to this podcast can pull up verbal records of your fanboying but I'm Tim Khabib tickling his testicles I'm Tim Khabib he said Afghan food is best food bro you were this, this Conor McGregor whenever we said Conor McGregor your hand just naturally went out in the tickling motion McGregor I try to buy proper just, did that. just that did. knee jerk we actually bone. have a U- we have a YouTube video where we're playing the EA UFC and you're talking about how much you love Conor McGregor in that video I tried to buy his whiskey but it was sold out everywhere in the in the OC area for the fight you went to the fight. so there's actually there was a, there was a food there was a food blog or not a, like an eater or something like had rated uh, Conor McGregor's whiskey mm-hmm. and they said it was it, it tasted it tasted like really cheap whiskey with uh, with vanilla extract put into it <laughs> I gotta try it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like my type of drink. It sounds horrible. Proper 12. Fuck to Jameson Brothers. Fuck to Jameson Brothers. That's what he said on this press conference. But anyways, look, if you guys haven't watched the fight or haven't heard of the fight, you're probably living under a rock because Ali has heard of the fight and he doesn't yes. partake in barbarism. No. Barbarism. No. Barbarism. Barbarism. You got yourself. Yeah. But our our boy, our spirit and our Patronus, Khabib Nurmagomedov. He's not our Patronus. Don't Why not? He could be our Patronus if we want he's him to. He's not our Patronus. No. Why? He's a Muslim man. He fights for all the Muslims. You're an honorary Muslim. I'm an honorary Muslim. He gives podcasts on Islam. It's perfect. He's Patronus this week. But uh, anyways, he fought my old fling, Conor McGregor, in a, in a, in a championship fight. For the UFC light heavyweight champion, not it was light a lightweight, lightweight championship. championship of the world, and um, Khabib smash face. He told him he was going to rearrange his face. What? Does he talk like the Hulk? He said, "I will smash your face." So he, talk, so he talks like the Hulk. Yeah. Well, he's Dagestani. <laughs> Khabib okay. smash. Khabib. Oh, very yeah. good job. Yeah. You, why, you speak why, like a just fucking send, Greek man. Well, his, 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 uh, his English isn't great. Yeah. No. Just send it's, location. Yeah. I meet you there. Brooklyn is not big city. I meet you anywhere. Does he have a high pitched voice like that? Not really. Kind of. It's like that one. There's a. What is that? It's a Vine or it's an interview. Where it's like it's like a hockey guy. He's just a game. Why do you get so mad? (laughs) You've never seen that. I haven't seen it. Go look at it. It's actually one of the funniest. It's an interviewer talking to this hockey guy. He's he's Russian. He's he's just a game. Why do you get to get so mad? No. (laughs) His voice is that high. So. Khabib and Conor McGregor have engaged in a blood feud for the past like seven to eight months or so. Yeah, like they're really anti. But even before there was a plan to fight, even before, yeah, they didn't. They like didn't each other. like each other. No, they haven't liked each there's other. Been beef. Yeah, there's been beef. beef. 
There's been underlying beef. He called them Irish chicken. Are we really gonna have this conversation? Yes, we're gonna. We have to. We have to. Pop culture. I mean, you, sports. Do we have to? Yeah, he it's brought huge, it up. You know, news. we have to throw him a bone once. I'm, in a while. Uh, the, the idea of spending any time talking about listen men up. oiling up. I'm excited and rubbing up against each other. Oh yeah, brother, dig it. First of all, they're not allowed to oil, oil up. Yeah, it's up against because the rules. They, because it means they could they could squiggle yeah. squiggle yeah. out of submissions too easily. Well, in my mind, they're oiled up and so, rubbing up against listen, each other. That's what they're doing. The rubbing part, absolutely. In in short shorts, but. See now, no, it's they're, just like they're glistening because of sweat, Ali. It's not yeah. because of oil. Yeah, UFC 229, mm. T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas, and it's Nevada. Not the, and you know, there's no like, there's no happy ending. And I'm well, what? I didn't mean that in the way that it came out. I meant <laughs> oh, that what? not in the literal sense, not in the figurative sense. I, I just, meant it in the literal I sense. I just like literally did the Nick Young like. What face? Right now? <laughs> you know, like that's that's just that came into me. Clearly, that, no, I've, no. You, did you just say that came into me? God damn it, V. <laughs> I've clearly spent far too long in the gender and queer theory section yeah. <laughs> of my university. Mm. So everything I see is homoerotic in it's my mind. Like that was the original name for the UFC was the gender and queer, queer theory, theory section. because <laughs> 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 no, I, I'm I, everything I see is homoerotic. It's oh. like, ah, homo, the homoerotic. Under, if you're an academic and you don't talk about the homoerotic undertones of something. You're right. not doing it right. That is true. Right. I mean, look at the history of the fighting, too. Ooh, I mean, exactly. very exactly. naked men fighting each other right. in ancient There's a great Listen. article about the homoerotic undertones of Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Back to the matter at hand. Mm-hmm. All right. 229, UFC. Yep. Las Vegas, Nevada. T-Mobile yep. Arena. Two men enter. T-Mobile owns the arena. It's, it's called the T-Mobile they Arena. Sponsor the they sponsor arena. the arena. Because yeah. like the Staples that. Center or whatever. Yeah, I don't know that. The Staples Center is owned by Staples, the company? No, it's, it's owned by a group of people. Yeah, but the Staples is sponsored by Staples. I didn't know that. Staples I thought it was called Staples because of... Sta- I didn't know it was connected to the no, company Staples. Staples, the company. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, like, there's a place called Talking Stick Arena in... Yeah. Um, what is it? Because it's like... There's a, like I didn't know that yeah. Staples had that type of money to throw around. No, it's just an endorsement. So their name goes around. All the arenas have a name like that. Yeah, I didn't know that. I knew they had a name. I didn't know that it was actually like... That staples where yeah. I get where I buy my markers from and yeah. shit. So um, they fought. Two men entered. One man conquered. I did see the picture of the. There's two pictures that have become really popular. Him punching him in the face. The punching in the yeah. face because I tweeted that out. Yeah, I, I saw said, that. Yeah, I yeah. saw. I said if history, there's a mountain people. Yeah, I said I'll, I'll have to look it up because I don't want to mess up. Okay. But I said, and the other one was where Habib is looking down on him and McGregor is like on the floor. That's one. There's another one where he's actually like just nearly breaking his neck with. You the can tell. Chin. No, yeah, he's got him. He's got him crank. in a, like a rear naked choke type situation. Oh, I didn't even, see that. Can't even get it under the chin, bro. He just cranked it that hard that he had to quit. I didn't see that one. I did see the. I did see chicken. The one where he's standing over him and like... Yeah. Well, I guess McGregor that's right before him. he exited the cage. So here's the thing, right? So they got this fight. They got this fight. And they asked them in the pre-fight press conference on Thursday. They're like, hey, after this fight is over, win, lose, or draw, are you going to go and shake this guy's hand and leave it on the cage? He said, no. I cannot, I cannot respect the man like this. Is This fight is personal to me. I cannot respect him. Oh, you said that. Yeah. He said that on Thursday, right? Mm. Because Connor has been saying some fucked up shit to him. You know, is that any different though than what Connor usually does? Not necessarily, but he took it a little. To, he 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 went violent this time. No, so he threatened his family, right? Connor was violent. He didn't go violent. This he's been going violent this whole time. Not to this extent, bro. He, he threw a, he threw okay. cans at, at at Nate Diaz. But they threw it first. Yeah, he, no, he threw cans at Nate Diaz. These are names he literally, he no goes over and he grabs he grabs Jose Aldo. He literally jumps at Jose Aldo and steals his belt off of him. You he, don't know where he's doing during a prize conference. He just took. He's his been belt. violent this whole time. Don't don't get this. He just became. He's always been. Violent. He became extra violent this time. He threw a fucking dolly. I at saw a bus. the dolly thing because it was in the promos. Yeah, yeah. He threw a dolly at a bus. 
He injured two other fighters, right? One guy got glass in his eye. At that point, you're not promoing a fight. You're just no. being a criminal. But he was upset yeah. because Khabib Nurmagomedov, the day before, went up to Artem Lobov, who was one of Conor McGregor's boys. And, and threatened him. A fellow Russian. Fellow Russian. And he fellow went on, Russian. Fellow Russian. And he went on... Uh, fellow countryman is what I wanted to say. But he went on uh, Russian TV and he called Khabib Nurmagomedov a pussy. Right? So Khabib cornered him. Khabib cornered him and said... Hey, why you call me pussy, bro? And Artem goes, I never said it. I never say you're pussy. And then he slapped him in the face a little, just like kind of lightly tapped him. He's like, don't ever say my name again. And then he walked away. And then Artem so Connor called, decides. Artem called Connor. Connor, this guy, he come and he slapped my face. He said, don't worry, bro. I'll be there right now with some proper 12 whiskey and 40 men. And he showed up. And he with tried 40 to, men? With 40 men. He tried to attack their bus. Three fights got canceled. One guy got glass in That's his eye. That's not promoing a fight. That's yeah, just he was being trying to, yeah. a, a, a criminal. He, he, kept, saying, he yeah. kept saying, if you go to war with one of us, you go to war with all of us, right? He learned that the hard way this time because he went to war with Khabib. And then when Khabib afterwards, one of his people started talking shit to Khabib after the fight, Khabib jumped the fence and cannonballed at him. Like he literally just jumped and tried to double stomp him. And then that's the whole issue is that he took it out of the octagon. He took it out of the octagon and tried to fight Dylan Dennis. But that's because Dylan Dennis was calling him names. a Muslim rat. Oh wow! Call him a Muslim rat even after the after fight. After the fight, he called him a Muslim rat. So he tried to jump out at him. So this is clearly not just promoting. It's also no, it's all it's just personal. Being an yeah, and then so one of Khabib's guys is already in the cage. He's trying to get out of the cage. Connor gets up on the cage, sucker punches him, and then they they take them both down. And then two other guys from Khabib's team jumped back in the cage because they saw Connor sucker punch their boy. So they fucking jumped his ass. And it's just like this whole melee started. Or as the Brits call it, a melee. Yeah, see now, I don't necessarily think... Should this really be a surprise, though? A fight broke out during a fight. fight yeah, this is... I said this. I said, look, this is not a defensive of Khabib in any way, shape, or form. I think the sport is barbaric. Mm-hmm. But the kind of... Outrage afterwards, the clutching of pearls afterwards is kind of like, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't quite get it. It's what do like, you mean by clutching of pearls? <gasps> oh, yeah, like really? the like, really? You're, you're gonna, you're gonna, you literally based an entire sport off of brutality, mm-hmm. and then you're shocked when they're brutal. It's okay. It's not that they're brutal. If they're brutal inside the cage, that's yeah, expected. But that idea that somehow. Here's the thing, though. You, in order to sell tickets, you take that brutality out or outside. Yeah. Whether it's verbally or they get in brawls during the the, the press conference, all of that, yeah. and all of it's to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. The idea that you can somehow bound the violence up into the cage mm-hmm. is a fiction. It's a myth. Yeah. So the idea that like oh, the the real offense here is that Habib broke the myth. That's it. Basically. He didn't do anything, in my opinion, that other fighters haven't done. This is true. Right. Or that Conor hasn't done. But this isn't a defense of Khabib. This is a recognition that that this is one of the most brutal... This sport should be abolished. I've never understood... I don't agree with you. ...a society... Like, if if aliens come down or historians see this or God's eye view, right? It's one of the bizarrest things to explain. Like, if you had to objectively explain it to someone who lived on an island and didn't know anything about anything. It's weird. I mean, it's one thing to practice MMA for sport. It's one thing to practice MMA for health, for self-defense, for any reason, right? Because you like the shorts, whatever. (laughs) It's another thing to sit there and go, we're going to pay two men 
to brutalize or, or women yeah. to brutalize each other for a period of time so that we can all sit there and cheer and laugh and pat ourselves on the back about it. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, this is Look, how is this I, particularly different than dogfighting other than consent? How is this different than cockfighting than consent? You're sounding a lot like John McCain right now. How is this different? These are the arguments John McCain made. This is what he made back in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, that's, okay. well, that's a right. prevented MMA for, or, um, from UFC from being banned. Well, he's right. Yeah, and on to, on all the states. I never said, thought I'd say that, but he's yeah. right. Well, I mean, if you think about what is the difference besides consent, like, like oh, I confirm, I consent to punching the shit out of this person. Yeah, there is no. It's the you're same. Not fighting to the death. Okay, you're not fighting to the death, but you're fighting to the point where like people are. Getting genuinely seriously injured but there's blood like there, I saw blood pouring down this person's face yes that happens and people are like yay look it's a it brings out the worst of humanity look I don't disagree with it you it exploits the worst of humanity and brings out the worst in humanity I don't disagree with you that yes it's a barbaric sport it's right? a barbaric sport I do disagree that it's it's cockfighting because it's not. But even our language, it's barbaric, as if barbarians do it. No, civilized Americans are doing it. Yeah, and I get quote unquote and civilized. I, and I get what you're saying. Right. Oh, the those but, people, the Mongols. Here's the thing. This is something they do. Here's the thing, right? At its core, mixed martial arts as a an event was started to test out which form of martial arts was the best. Which in of itself is a preposterous kind of. Yeah, thing. but that's what it Can't was started. It was started whose fighting no. style is best, right? The boxers thought the boxers were the best. The kickboxers thought the kickboxers were the best. The wrestlers thought the wrestlers were the best. The jiu-jitsu players thought the jiu-jitsu That's a lot of small dick, micro-dick syndrome going around. It's, it's, no, but it's, it's always been around. Like, oh, yeah, well, Bruce Lee could take on anybody. Or, you know what? I think Mike Tyson could have beaten up this person. Or, you know, so they just kind you of... You know who else does that? Who? Ten-year-old kids. My daddy can beat up your daddy. But, mm-hmm. but it's... it's they're talking about a mixed martial art that they that they do and whose is the best. It has now become you have to have a mixture of all or you have to be really proficient in one. In the, in the case of Habib, Habib is a really proficient wrestler, right? Because a lot of people afterwards were commenting, like a bunch of Connor fans who were really very clearly butthurt. They're extremely. We're like, it was a boring fight. Habib is not a particularly good fighter. And all. He nearly knocked them out in the second round. They, what the like, fuck are you talking constantly, about? Constantly, like that was the thing I saw on Twitter. Besides, like the like. Really, Habib got the better of the stand-up game against. Like, there's a waste the of money. Just a terrible fight. It was, I always like the. Uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Sideline coaching. Oh uh, yeah, like, armchair. Armchair coaching. Armchair right? like, all of a sudden, everyone is a. A fighting expert. Yeah, yeah. Right? Just like, I mean, you know, just like when the whole George Zimmer thing, all of a sudden everyone on the internet was a lawyer. Yeah, everyone's yeah. a lawyer. Everyone understood how law worked. Yeah. All the yeah. Stuff. I think it's, it's you know, I, I don't, honestly, I, it's barbarism. I don't know. Like, I, I can't, I have, there is no way for me to justify enjoying mixed martial arts. I happen to enjoy it. Right, maybe in a different way because I've trained in it before, yeah. you know. Because I, you know, I don't really much care for the bleeding and all that stuff, but I do enjoy watching the, you know, them fighting and the mm-hmm. technique that's being used here. But like, you can't really separate what they're. I mean, yeah, they're not killing each other like like in the Coliseum days, but they attack each other. I mean, they're they're technically on the way. To, if you think you about know, it, it's like, not just the exploitation of of their bodies, right? When look in in the capitalist system, they get paid very handsomely. But people forget that so too did the gladiators. Yeah. And gladiators won their freedom, they were celebrated. They were very famous people in mm-hmm. in Roman times. But 
it's the logics of slavery. It's the reduction of the human to its most base components. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not disagreeing. If you think with about it's it, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. literally the reduction. Again, I don't disagree with it, right? right? I think, but then look, it's not just that it's like the logics of it are violent, but that, that it's so enraptured in the political climate of the of America. I w- I submit to you. That there is a direct link between God, yeah, UFC yeah, 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 yeah. and the signs of Donald yeah, yeah. You saw this one coming from a mile away, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, for sure. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew the second but I'm going to talk about UFC. As much as I joke about that, in this instance, I actually think it's relatively accurate. There is a large, significant number of Trumpkins who love the UFC. Of course. And a lot of Trump language in the UFC. Like, I cannot help but note that pre and post fight the number of racialized anti-islamic anti-muslim bigoted remarks oh that's that's just a religion of peace for you oh look muslims are like that oh they're or even dana white though i'm pretty sure there are people who not getting visas again like that's a in the era of trump that's a fucked up thing to say yeah. it's one of those moments where i wanted to see someone turn the violence that dana profits off onto him to punch him in the throat yeah. his fat neck but here's the thing, though. Look like a fucking testicle with teeth. P- politicism oh, and fights. I hate that guy. Right? He makes bald people look bad. I had I hadn't noticed. So he makes bald people look there's bad. There's always been politics in the fight game, right? There's always been politics in sports. In sport, yeah, true. Yeah. But in right? the in the fight game, so when people lose their shit because someone kneels at a fucking football yeah. game. We literally happened in our high yeah, school a yeah. couple yeah. weeks ago. It's just a game. Why yeah. you get so mad? But like, here's the thing, right? In this fight, it's. I, I don't I don't want to use this comparison because it's I don't think it's the right comparison to make because these two people are completely opposite when it comes to who they are as people, but promotional wise, right? What Connor was trying to do was very similar to what Muhammad Ali was trying to do, right? Again, I don't want to use yeah, this. Please comparison. don't compare Muhammad. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm comparing their what they did promotionally, okay. not comparing them as as people because mm-hmm. Conor McGregor is nowhere near, like he's not even a fucking iota of the person Muhammad Ali was. Doesn't stand for what Ali stood for, but. Ali had a had a an issue with like pulling it or taking it too far, right? And Connor took it too far this time, or he takes it too far a lot of the times. But a lot of the times when Connor's fighting people, they're kind of in on it. They know it's for promotion. He even he pulled uh, Khabib in like the end of round three and told him like it's just business, right? It's just business. The same thing. It's the same thing Ali did. Ali, when he was fighting Frazier for the first time, it was after the suspension because he didn't go to war. Ali was calling Frazier and Uncle Tom and a sellout and this and that. Right. The idea behind it was Ali wanted white people to root for Frazier, right? Because they're not going to root for him. He's this angry black man. He wanted them to root for Frazier and black people to root for him. So he started calling Frazier and Uncle Tom and a sellout and this and this. While it was all promotion, right? Because Frazier and Ali had a friendship prior to their fight. When Ali was broke, Frazier loaned him money, right? Like, legitimately gave him money when he needed it the most. And he went around and started calling him an Uncle Tom and a sellout. Frazier took that shit to heart. Till the day Ali died, he hated Ali. When Ali lit up the Olympic torch in Atlanta in 96, George, uh, or Joe Frazier said, I wish I was there so I could have pushed him into the flame. Mm. They asked, they asked them, like, hey, how do you feel, like, now that, like, Ali's got, like, Parkinson's, like, do you feel bad about the stuff that you were saying in the past? He's like, no, that just tells you who won the fight. 
He doesn't have Parkinson's. He's got left hookinson's. <laughs> okay. Jeez. But that go- that speaks to I think multiple components of this. First of how personal these fights are made, yeah. right? And this goes back to what I was saying. It's not no matter how much you talk about it as a sport, it's you're punching someone in the face. And I get as business like as you are, there's nothing more personal. Yeah. There's two things in the world that intimate. Sex. sex and fighting, uh-huh. right? You can't be like even even porn stars that go, oh, it's just business. There's a reason why porn stars date porn stars, right? Why they don't date porn why stars? They do why date they porn do date porn, porn, porn stars, and also why you know they try to separate it as much as possible in their minds. Uh-huh. It's like why I refuse to date a fellow porn star because uh-huh. that's work, and yet they end up doing it anyways, right? Mm-hmm. But it's because at the end of the day, that's a very intimate act. Mm-hmm. Same thing with fighting. There's something intimate about it. There's something personal about it, right? There's no way you can separate that. So this is one. That's the one component. But the second component that intersects with is the business component. That you take something so intimate and personal. That mm-hmm. is a fight. That yeah. is a personal thing. What do you get in fights over, right? And then you corporatize it. You uh-huh. capitalize it. That's a fuck. In that logic, what Ali did makes perfect sense. But it's still fucked up. Yeah. In the logics of this mechanism, what Conor McGregor did makes sense. You're ginning up for a fight. Yeah. But it's fucked up. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say is that, yeah, it makes sense, but it's fucked up that it makes sense, that you yeah. you would employ those tactics for See? money. Because if you think about it, what did Connor do? Connor spent his time racializing. And like, don't get me wrong. Nothing that Connor did was new. You may try to say that it's new. Not, this is no, the, this I'm is, saying that what was new this, was the excessive this violence. This dude flat out said to a Brazilian... That if they lived in the olden days, he would ride his horse into his favela and kill his people. Yeah. I don't know about you, yeah. but s- plantation and slave references yeah. are not okay. No. Okay? Let's just, let's just, <laughs> yeah, we could agree on that. There's nothing can't. that Conan McGregor has done. That, but that's what, like, that's disgusting and horrible. What's worse is that because this is so intimately tied up also to politics, that it bleeds out into those type of values that we have, right? Never mind the fact that fucking Dana White is a Trump supporter. Yeah, that's the RNC. Very openly a Trump supporter. Yeah. But this stuff reveals the ugly side of humanity. All of a sudden, you do have people going, this is the religion of peace. Of course, these are barbarians and whatnot. That's a, that's a problem. Of course. Right? If a sport, I mean, for all our language of sports bringing us together, for all our language of sports kind of overcoming differences... I don't know about you, you know, but I'm seeing sports bring out the differences yeah, more here's the thing, vividly. What I've been seeing, right? So you have people on... I, don't, on, I mean, I, no one's going, we're all UFC fans, let's hug it out. No. They're yeah. going, no, fuck that barbarian. Yeah, also, there's, there's, there's that, right, where people are like, look, he's, look, he's just, he's a barbarian, this and this and this, right? And then you have people who aren't fans of the sport, random people who've probably never watched a UFC fight besides this one, right, and are now like... Well, if someone talked about my religion and my country and my family, I would have done the same thing, right? And I'm like, no, you wouldn't. Stop. I know who you are. You're not going to go out and fucking try to fight another grown man because they said this. Like, you may act like it online and say that you would do it, but you're not really going to do it. So don't fucking pretend like you are. And it's like, it's become like this, like, Khabib is this hero of Muslims now because this man... Said, yeah, that's the other thing I never... Also, Muslims he, are like, yeah, yeah, we love this guy. Let, let me tell you what Connor said about like let me tell you what connor said about uh the religion right he said assalamu alaikum to somebody like in the press conference and then he posted a picture of him sweating and he said training in jahannam right like basically training in hell but the arabic word for hell 
Those were the racialized things that he said. He also called Ali Abdelaziz um, a terrorist snitch, but I guess there's like some murky stuff that happened with Ali Abdelaziz in nine, like during 9/11, where he got like detained and he had contact with some of the 9/11 hijackers. So he he just kind of took that and ran with it and started calling him a terrorist snitch because there might have been some ties to him with some of the hijackers. Oh, but, but it's all just business, of course. No, I, yeah, Naturally, you're just going to yeah. accuse Calling someone of that someone shit. Calling someone a terrorist in the post-9-11 world is literally life-ruining. But what That's, if what I, if you had ties to some of the hijackers? It's still... A, yeah. Do you know who's doing that right now? We have a politician right now, Representative Duncan Hunter, who is calling Ajar, the guy yeah. who's running yeah. in San Diego, yeah. literally a terrorist. Yeah. Going, his father was a terrorist, his grandfather's like that. That's the yeah. type of shit we're talking about. And this guy's doing it for money. Yeah. Yeah. Duncan Hunter, incidentally, fucking douchebag. He's the first. He's indicted. He was the first guy to vape in a uh, in a government meeting. He brought, he brings his fucking vape with him. What a douche. He's such a douche. This guy is also ex 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 vet guy. Blamed his wife for his financial criminality. What? His, his finances, his campaign finances, outright indicted. He's uh-huh. a criminal, right? Yeah. He's actually, he's like, I don't even know why he's running. Right? Right. The guy's going to end up in jail. He's like, I was a me, it was my wife. He might uh, win. He actually, he might win. That's because it's, it's East very, San Diego. Very conservative area. Yeah, super He's ahead in the polls. Yeah, it's because it's East San Diego, which is head of the polls. Com- yeah. But imagine that. This guy, a, cr- a literal criminal, is going to win. Yeah. And that's. Conor McGregor is tapping into that that rhetoric, and why is he doing that? Not just because of business. Think think it through, right? It's not just oh, this is gonna hype up. Thing, he's tapping into what demographic? The whites, not just the whites, but those people, yeah. the people that do call brown people terrorists, the people that do think that Muslims are terrorists. He's knowingly going. There are people that believe this. It doesn't matter if Conor McGregor believes this. Yeah, he could be the most open-minded, liberal-minded person you can. He did. Have. He did. Pay but for I don't give a shit. Campaigns and but this Ireland. is a guy who goes. I know that people think this way, and I'm going to capitalize on that. That's literally. What he's doing. Yeah, he's a fucking crazy capitalist. He's a hyper-capitalist. Your favorite type of people. He's like, I hate capitalists. Yeah, but I mean... And then, then there's Conor McGregor. Capitalist and meathead. Oh. Well, it became yeah. a whole a Russia yeah. versus Ireland thing. It did. And you then, have to understand that, like, I mean, we've already talked about this in sports already, how the connection between kind of modern-day warfare and the oh, sports yeah, totally. teams, right? But the thing is, in this situation, you see it even more so, because it's like almost... I mean, even the UFC plays up the concept of the clash of nations. Yeah. There's literally there was a fight card called USA versus Canada, right? There's okay. there was a, a, oh, a you so know yeah the Ultimate Fighter. No, no, there was a USA versus Canada card where they it was all USA fighters versus Canadian fighters, but they also had Ultimate Fighter shows where they had yeah. where they had fighters from two different nations fight one another, right? Yeah. But that's not. But you look at like the the way that things work now with, I mean, Vladimir Putin calls um, Khabib. You know, after he after he wins oh, yeah. to congratulate him, right? Yeah. But that's not he's not the only MMA fighter that that has been connected to Putin. He, you know, Connor's been yeah, tied to Putin. Well, it's not even that. Like Fedor Emelianenko, the last yeah. emperor, right? The Russian fighter who was considered kind of the best heavyweight, you know, uh, of one of the time. best heavyweights of all time, yeah. you know, uh, is also connected with Putin, right? And then mm-hmm. we also have guys like um, Ramzan Kadyrov, who is the Chechen dictator. Yeah. who also is connected to Russia, who has his own MMA organization, but he's also known for, you know, violation of, of gay people's rights in Chechnya, yeah. right? He's considered also kind of, he's considered a warlord to everyone else in the world other than the people of Russia, look, right? Like, look, this is a, a really important point that V is making here, right? Mm-hmm. One, for all the language of, like, Khabib, like, like, 
let's be honest, our social medias were a buzz. The oh, Muslim, Muslim Twitter Muslim and Muslim Twitter, like, yeah, Muslim Facebook. We were like, oh yeah, Habib. First of all, Habib, inshallah. This is violent. You're so, like, if your heroes are these people, there's something wrong. Yeah. Right? There's something wrong in your communities that you're viewing this through that lens. The guy's getting calls from Vladimir Putin. Yeah. He's literally, a t- I mean, he loves Russia. He's a tool of the state. But we're all sitting in there thinking he's a champion of the people. But he loves Afghan food. That's you why see I like what I'm him. saying? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That at the end of the day, the structure is that these games benefit only one group of people. The white the elite and the powerful. You keep saying the whites, but it's more than that. It's the elite and the powerful. But the, they are but the generally white. <laughs> the generally whites. White. But it's the elite and the powerful. And they convince everyone else that, hey, we're all on the same team. No. The only person benefiting from this is fucking that testicle with teeth, Dana White. Actually, yeah. it's um Yeah, it's a bunch of people. It's, it's a bunch of them. But, but you know what I'm saying, right? Like I could see his people. I could see his fat ass chortling to himself as he counts the, the cash that he's got. Oh, right? Yeah. This is what this is what I'm saying. It's like this is the logic that goes back to the heart of racial solidarity. Yeah. Right? Why did poor whites side with rich white plantation owners against black slaves even though economically and class wise and socially they were on the same fucking level because they drew that circle because they drew the circle you're in our circle that's what the ufc does and that's why i say one valuing the ufc this should raise questions about a society's value Mm. if it is that as popular as it is as you both are telling me that it's isn't it the most popular sport Right now in America, right? No, football, baseball, basketball are no, all big. No, it, it's beat it's football. It's not beat, beat football. football. It's, it's a growing sport. Whatever. Even football, just as barbaric. You're right? a piece of shit. Stop ruining what, things for what me. What does it tell us about a society that those are what you value? Hashtag right? already ruins everything. What, that's what you value. And two, what does it tell you about the structure of that society? I feel like you're oppressing me. I'm not oppressing you. You're oppressing me. You're telling me my things are barbaric and I shouldn't watch them. This is legitimately systemic oppression. It's the definition. You are in a position of power over me because you have intellect. And now you are oppressing me with your intellect. Yeah, that, systemic oppression. That would be that would be a discrimination. That would be prejudice. But definitely not systemic. Systemic oppression would be like if I created a system that benefited me and screwed you over. You have. Because like like. Like here, it would be an example. Like every time you have to buy groceries, uh-huh. you have to answer a history trivia question. <laughs> That's systemic oppression. It's like I know his dumb ass doesn't know this. I'm gonna keep him from getting his top ramen. Like, Who was the third emperor of Rome? Fuck. Uh, Fucking Ali. Uh, Cassius. That is. That would be systemic oppression. Was right? I close? No, not even. <laughs> that would be the systemic. No, That's no. a volcano. <laughs> oh, shit. Caesar. <laughs> That's his title. <laughs> right, but that, that would be systemic oppression. I created a system that. But you know who came out against systemic oppression? Taylor Swift. Tay Tay? Now, here's the thing. I don't want to give Taylor Swift too much attention. Tay Tay. Right? Because it's Taylor Swift. Tay Tay. Right? That's true, yeah. Let's just be real. Haters going to hate, 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 hate. Any, like, th- this woman's got problems. Right? <laughs> what? She's what got problems. problems does she have? Could she possibly have? The, yeah, Shake oh, it off, Ali. Well, well said. Well said, <laughs> sir. Well said, <laughs> sir. But she did. She put up this, like, Instagram. She has teardrops on her guitar. Per- that, that's not her song, is it? It, it is, is her song. song yeah. Is it? Yes. She fucking stole that then. What? That's an older German song, Teardrops on My Guitar. Stop! Stop oppressing Taylor. It's a jerk. Fucking Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, she okay. has a song called "Teardrops." I on much my prefer her older stuff. Let's say we were. That's one of her older songs. I like, I like, I'm a fan of her folksy stuff. 
I like the stuff she did with the Civil Wars. Because I like the Civil Wars. Or she was Hollow. country, more country. Yeah, I don't like country more. music in general, but her kind of folksy stuff was better. Yeah, yeah. Not like the, I knew you were trouble when you first walked in. Not if that you stuff. don't like Taylor Swift, then now we have bad I don't. I don't stop it. It's not that I don't <laughs> like her. But anyway, she came out on Instagram. Where she put up a giant-ass <laughs> fucking uh, post where she's like, I've done my research and I can't support Marsha Blackburn. I'm going to support her Democratic opponent. Please research and vote. She encouraged her, her followers to vote. And there was an uptick in registration. Because Taylor Swift. Well, we don't know if it's the causation is Taylor Swift, but I mean that's the correlation right now. Correlation co- equals causation. This is what we're uh, like, causation equals correlation. And I know people are like excited, like oh my god, look there was an uptick. But I'm just gonna point out like that is one of the most depressing things I've ever heard. Like well, you, if if Brett Kavanaugh, if with all the shit Trump's done for putting kids in cages, didn't get you to register to vote, but Taylor Swift did. This is why our democracy looks the way that yeah, it does. Yeah, see, I don't know because I feel hmm. like it's if. If if one thing were to mobilize people, I would imagine it would be a suit who can't be, keep his dick in his pants. But Apparently at the not. same time, you know, you kind of want, you know, I go on YouTube and I'm going, well, fuck, you know I what? Like the YouTube. Maybe the Taylor Swift thing is actually the reason why people are starting to vote now. Yeah. Which I, I'm upset about, but at the same time, at least they're fucking voting. Well, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop. I am not upset in the slightest bit that t- Taylor Swift is getting people to register to vote. I don't give a fuck who gets people to register to vote and makes them vote. I don't care if it's fucking Selena Gomez, if it's fucking Don King, if it's Don Cheadle, Don Lemon, if it's Donald Trump. But if people are out there to vote and they want to vote against Donald Trump, I could give two shits less who made who gave them the reason to vote. I literally right? just said that. Did you? You did yeah. just say that. I said it more eloquently. He did just say that. But I do. Because it means Why? that it means that what's those structural things that allow Trump the power that he has aren't being addressed. It doesn't matter if you vote Trump out tomorrow, but the things that led up to Trump are never addressed. An uneducated voting population, low information voters, a broken information ecosystem, systemic inequality, social inequality, racial resentment, misogyny. Like if those things aren't addressed, I could care less because the the reality is that the next Trump is gonna come along. The reality is that people's lives are still gonna be bad, even if you don't have the avatar of all things dumb and stupid manifested in Trump. So you say, oh, you don't care as long as they go to vote. I do care because I want to see long-term change. And if you're voting because a celebrity told you to vote, that worries me. But here's the thing, right? What if that was just the catalyst? I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying that Taylor Swift should shut her mouth. I'm good for her. Good for her for encouraging her fans to vote. My point is that if you're so out of the loop or you care that little that it takes your idol worship to get you to vote, that's worrisome. And that is why it's linked to the UFC. What? Because at the end of the day, if this is true, if it's Taylor, Taylor Swift said this and all of a sudden her fans went out and registered to vote, then that is the distracted state working that is the UFC creating that circle saying, oh, we're all part of this while well, structurally benefiting. Right? That's it working. The system is working. You, they've convinced you that it's all good and fine because you get excited because you've got a Muslim champion or you've got a Conor McGregor champion. Yeah, you go, you know. Proper you're 12 all pumped, whiskey. You're all pumped up, right? Proper 12. In the meantime, 
you're getting ripped off by corporations. In the meantime, your votes are being stripped away. But hey, you felt good because you saw that fight and now you're pumped. Are you registered because of Taylor Swift? By the way, you see I, what I'm saying? I have a theory. The system is working. I have a theory. This is the system's design. I have a theory and it's legit and you cannot disprove it. It's this not is, legit. This it is, is legitimate. <laughs> There's a legitimate theory. He is so done with your shit today, and I mean, I am here for it. What the hell, V? I always have your back. So, I'm here for it. You're a traitor. I'm here for it. But listen, is your theory that this is the darkest timeline? No, shut up. Because it is. Relax, Abed. Something. You know what they said? Who rolled the three? The uh, end of the world, 2012. Uh-huh. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Does it count for leap year? No. Do you remember that? The whole Mayan calendar shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. It actually happened. This is it. Oh. We've been living in the apocalypse since then. So you're saying, like, basically, like, we're in, like, a state of... Well, we see, now, we, we, uh, are in the end. we don't yeah. let those people into this country, so we can't. We don't follow it anymore. Uh, we can't verify. We can't verify because we don't let them into our country. Well, brown people from the South don't get see? in. Yeah. You guys know my theory is legit. That's why you guys keep cutting me off with my legitimate theory. Because you're all if you jealous. If you continually say that your theory is legitimate, you're starting to sound like Reddit. Listen, I spoke to someone close to the source. Oh, right. this, if there was ever a time to get ready to say fake news. All right. I heard from an anonymous, unnamed source that is close to Taylor Swift that the reason that Taylor Swift has come out in support of some Democrats is because of Kanye West. Because Kanye has been going around parading as a Trumpkin, so Taylor Swift... In order to get one over on Kanye, has now supported the Democratic Party. Let me put it this way. I've heard it from a source. If this is an evidence of the darkest timeline in which Kanye's a Trumpkin and Taylor Swift is a Democrat, I don't know what is. Yeah, you know, we're it's getting close. You it's know, like better. the the dimmer is like on the lowest yeah. switch. I'm gonna let y'all finish, but I had the greatest but theory of all time. Here's the thing. Kanye is just, it's got it's clearly got mental problems. Yeah, he's admitted to it. Right? It's, yeah, he's admitted to it. Right, but more than that, like so, you just he was at SNL. Oh, claimed yeah. that SNL like bullied him for wearing his MAGA hat, and then the, like Pete Davidson because like he wore it all week. We didn't say anything to this guy. Yeah. He, oh, drew, yeah. he wore that weird Perrier bottle. He's suit. just an he's an asshole doing it for attention. But the problem is that he's an asshole who thinks his ignorance is wisdom. Yeah, it's you like, can tell. Like he's spitting. It's truth. This is the dumbass. Like you've heard the conspiracy theory that Lincoln was black. What? He actually said this. He's like, she said this. Like you've heard this, and he said it as if it was like this is him knowing secret knowledge. Lincoln was black. Lincoln he also, was black. I mean, also you know, slavery was a choice. Yeah, naturally. Well, he was uh, doing an interview with Harvey and Harvey from Harvey, 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 yeah. Harvey Levin, TMZ. TMZ asked him, "Is like, oh, so what? Do, like, what do people? What do you say to people who are talking about like the relentlessness of Donald Trump's ruthlessness and this? He like listed all these things that Donald Trump has done, right?" Mm-hmm. And he didn't have an answer. He just awkwardly yeah. thought about it. And then it got so awkward that Harvey uh, was like, uh, we're going to go to break. We're going to go to commercial. We'll come back. And we'll end. And he's like, no, we're not going to go to break. He tried to, he tried to again, he, he Kanye'd it. Right? That's his thing. He's able to rebrand bullshit. Oh, yeah. So he rebranded. He goes, oh, we're not going to Jimmy Kimball this. We're going to give me time to think. No, we're not. The fact is, you don't have any genuine thoughts on this. Yeah, you think you do, and that's you're going to regurgitate some cannabis. But if we're turning to these people, okay, great. Taylor Swift was relatively informed, but if we're turning to these people for political inspiration or thoughts, we are fucked. 
You guys voted for fucking I mean, we're ready to Schwarzenegger fuck. as your governor. We Shut didn't vote for I didn't Schwarzenegger. Vote. We spent years blaming the sprinkler system. By, by you guys, I mean California residents. At that we did, time. but that's because California's just as dumb as everyone else's. Yeah. Whether you're a liberal or, de- or a Republican, you're, just, you're dumb. Yeah. The point being, the system has produced uninformed voters. Oh, is this systemic oppression? This is systemic stupidity, is what oh. it is. <laughs> but the greater, the only good thing that's coming out of the Taylor Swift thing, in addition to people maybe voting, right? Uh-huh. Who knows? Probably not. Is Kanye's looking stupid. No. Kanye Kanye's always look stupid in my mind. But the only good thing is that 4chan is like on suicide watch. Wait, what? So it's like Taylor Swift has been the darling of the alt-right, right? Because she represents white uh, yeah, standards she, of beauty. She's, uh, she's basically what they're trying to protect or use to protect and at the same time sexually assault. Yes. It's basically she looks like she could come from a Victorian painting. She's dainty. She's blonde. Didn't she win a lawsuit against the guy yeah, that sexually... Yeah, because the dude The DJ And she's, she's never been like non liberal she has voted for obama she's voted for Hillary. she's just not very political she keeps her politics pretty tightly woven uh into her you know to herself uh. but they're on suicide watch because she came out so openly against them right about misogyny and all that and they're literally like women this is evidence that women are trash and you can't trust hoes and they'll backstab you and the alt-right is on suicide watch because of this Good. and i'm here for it yeah why not? i am here for it let him die I, oh jeez. Not the no, oh, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna fight back too hard against that. Um, I I gotta tell you, man. You number one, Kanye scream. The way that it, that I see it, Kanye screams like a guy who basically who goes, "There is no. I am such a genius that there is no way that what my community thinks can possibly be what I think because I'm elevated above them." There's an arrogance to the way that he thinks, and you can even you can tell by the way that he looks at it. If someone goes, if someone tells him, there's a great TI interview on the Breakfast Club where he goes, "I talked to Kanye. He's like, you do realize that the black community isn't actually, you know, they're they're really not behind you on this." And there was a point where Kanye was like, he couldn't fathom the idea of people not agreeing with yeah. what he said, right? Yeah. Like he just he you know, there's a whole recalling of the story. But you can imagine, like, the way that his arrogance, his, imagine an ego so big that you're like, there's no way that what is the accepted truth yeah. with the communities of minorities can be mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. Yeah. You know, which I think is really, which is really You should point out yeah. to this, of anyone who is inexcusably dumb, it's Kanye West. His mother, I know she passed away, and, and there's like all sorts of emotion. His mother was literally an African-American studies professor. Yeah. Well, that's what's even crazier. Is there's a, there's a, a joke that they had talked about, uh, Charlemagne and all the time. So like... It's like the reason why Kanye is the way he is is because he surrounded himself with too many white people. He's all like this. It's like because they, they went this whole joke about how black women will knock you back into place if you say some stupid ignorant shit. And he goes, the second that the one black woman in his life who was his mom left, he started going all crazy on all these weird shit about slavery being optional and everything. Oh God! You know? Like, so oh God! It was a really funny. There was a whole thing about that. That motherfucker legitimately has like mommy issues like I've never seen before. Cause it's ugh, I can't. Yeah. But, but I mean, despite all, all I mean, Taylor Swift's, you know, uh, being a dem- or voting Democrat or whatever else, you you all know like the reason why she didn't talk about her politics probably is because it was a marketing choice. Yeah. Just like anything else. In the same way that Conor McGregor's 
choice to be racist is a marketing choice. Yeah, the thing is that we, you know, we let them do these things. These entertain. At the end of the day, mixed. You can talk about mixed martial arts being athletes. They're entertainers. At, the, yeah. at their at their at their core, they're entertainers. Yeah. No different from from a gladiator who was, you know, considered kind of like you know, Chael Sonnen actually said it. it's like they're the lowest. They're considered the lowest rung of society, right? They're the people mm-hmm. who literally bleed each other for the entertainment of the masses, right? Entertainers, despite all their money. Despite the fact that we as a society elevate them, at the end of the day, you know, they're, they're not, when it comes to like society, they're really not considered in that much high of a regard compared to say like. Uh, no, you like, can transcend it. You can. but Like the, Ali transcend but, it. But entertain, not you, Muhammad but, Ali. Yeah. But Fuck entertainment you. is entertainment, right? And uh-huh. especially with the fighting thing. And you look at a guy like Colby Covington. Fuck him. Who literally is able to adopt my, like literally, he literally blueprint, he has a blueprint on how Trump became president. He takes advantage of that yeah right he takes advantage of that you know he met with the president he Mm. wears a maga hat he talks as if you know he's he's very much all right he trains at the same camp that khabib does at aka no he doesn't right no he doesn't he's the part of american top team or is it att he's a part of att with tyron woodley Tyron Woodley okay, is also so that, okay. speaks out on like so, issues of systemic oppression. You and think stuff about like it like that. this though, right? Because okay, so I was so he's at ATT, not AKA. Yeah. It doesn't matter, right? Either way, if you ever look at any interview with guys like Daniel Cormier or other fighters in there, they kind of go, "Is Kobe really like that?" He goes, "You know, Kobe's doing it for the marketing. He's not really like that in real life." They're literally justifying yeah. his boorish behavior. Yeah. Right, and we're just we, we do this thing in a society where we justify this idiotic behavior, um, and we kind of go, well, it's for the marketing, it's to make things exciting, it's to make yeah. things more entertaining. The problem is though, it's like a lot of things that you say end up and end up in the ether and they stay there. Yeah, these yeah, things like, have an impact. And while I'm not in this case, Tyler Taylor isn't coming out, whereas Kanye may be doing that. Taylor isn't doing it for the views. She's obviously very genuinely feels that she can't support Marshall Blackburn and she's going to come out and vote Democrat. Well, no, that's great, right? My worry is that this entire system, however, is set up to disenfranchise the population. But it's always been like on, that. Yeah, I'm not saying that it, it hasn't. What yeah. I'm saying is that these are these new modes. We're, we act as if we've entered into this new stage of democracy. We act, enter as if we act as if we're so much better than our ancestors. We act as if like, okay, well, we're not, at least we're not enslaving people, right? We act in this way. Like modernity means a break with the past for us, right? When we talk about ourselves as a modern society, it's a, it's a treatment of the past as back then. But my argument here is that the system hasn't fundamentally changed that much. And no. what we see as entertainment is wrapped up in that system. That the, the MMA, Taylor Swift, Kanye West, they're all part of a system that creates low-informed voters, that disenfranchises people from voting, that keeps the power rested within a small group of people who are elite, who have continued. I mean, I mean, you look at some of these senators who were questioning Dr. Ford. Mm-hmm. Like Grassley, and you realize the motherfucker has been there for like fifty fucking years. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you just look at him. I mean, I mean, you, I mean, just look at the look at the Supreme Court in general. Yeah, and then you and then you look at you look at if you ever turn on C-SPAN and you kind of see the faces that are in there. It's old, old. You mm. realize you realize how just outdated the way that the system works and how mm. rotted it really is. Yeah, this shit is just scary. You're just 
You're going along with this fucking trying to freak out this October month thing. That's not the freak out portion. The freak out portion will come next. Yeah. This is the try to wake this up. No, that's true. You're fucking telling me I <laughs> like I'm gonna wake up and just live in a nightmare. You're oppressing what I should watch sports wise. You're, you're using terms that you don't know what they mean. You've you're prejudicing me for liking the Taylor end, Swift. Not a word. You you are now giving me uh, PTSD from the election system. Just the wrong way to use that word. Just not, you've no. PTSD'd me. You've oppressed me. You can't PTSD someone. That's you've PTSD'd PTSD me PTSD is a state. It's not like you, you can't put, do it to someone. You've put me in a state of oppression and a state of PTSD. I know you, I knew you're used to violating people, but it's it's not... That's not something you've you can do. You've prejudiced me. That's also... You just know. You've, you haven't confirmed my theory. You told me I was lying. Fake news is. It's not. It's the truth. I talked to an anonymous source who does not want to be named. That's what anonymous means. I know what anonymous means. What I'm saying is that that source doesn't exist. Or if it exists... Can you disprove it? It was a person you were sitting next to on a couch. He, uh, he just tried to make himself sound smarter by defining what anonymous meant. Yeah. No, he tried to make him sound smarter by using the tactic of Trump. How dare you? I just want to point that you've out. Now, like, you've now compared me to Donald Trump. This is an assault on my character. In fact, I'm pretty you, sure you and Donald... I've never seen you and Donald Trump in the same room together. Fuck you. I've never seen you in a room with him either. Whatever. The point of this entire conversation, which has gone on far too fucking long... How he is Donald Trump? Is that, fuck the system. Well, whatever. The UFC is part of the system. Taylor Swift is part of the system. Kanye West is part of the system. You're part of the system. And we're all fucked because millennials aren't going to vote. That's the that's, that's the gist. Let's put that aside Fuck. and go to our actual topic, which we were supposed to discuss, which is haunted stories, because we're, it's in the the theme of spooky, currently nerdy, haunted, currently nerdy, currently nerdy, nerdtober, 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 nerd, no, yeah, nerdtober, nerdtober, nerdtober makes more sense. Nerdtober, whatever, whatever. Currently nerdtober, nerdbird. No, let's not. Let's just stop. Okay. So today, what we're gonna discuss is haunted legends of orange county yeah because all of you live in orange county oh yeah i know but we do (laughs) the point being that a lot of people don't actually know this but orange county is considered one of the more haunted areas of of the united states california has a lot of haunted stories Mm but orange county in particular there's a lot of been a lot of botched plastic surgeries here it's haunting the haunting looks are i've I've seen some faces that no one wants to see the things that are beyond nature (laughs) dr island and dr moroge i've seen monsters every day (laughs) yeah yeah and that's just richard nixon yeah but it is uh, of one of the more haunted areas we're literally on a like an ancient native american we've we've killed many a, a the United men. States is an ancient Indian burial yeah, ground. Yeah, but we live like literally three miles from San Juan Capistrano, which is super haunted. Which it was a place colonized by Junipero Serra. Yeah, who which is a saint now. Yeah, we well, he's not exactly a saint, but we do have him on. He's being beatified, but we have a street named after him and and a school, two, and a school, two schools. But there's a, the mission there is considered haunted. Yeah, I ain't everyone there. And there's a bunch of stories. One of the more famous stories is that one of the restaurants at. Uh, San Juan on Capistrano is haunted by a, a friar. Yeah, El, uh, it's El Adobe. Yeah, El Adobe yeah. is uh, haunted by a friar. A friar the, the is guy a guy that has like your haircut. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> uh, the, he literally haunts their cellar. So he's known as the drunk friar. Ah, oh, he's in their wine. He's in the wine. He's is dead. he a sommelier? I don't know. He's not. He's a friar. Oh. Yeah. Well, why is he in the wine cellar? Because he's there, Diz. You don't ask questions of the of the departed. <laughs> but you speak to them. You're like the, the other one uh, is uh, the legend of Magdalena. 
Who? Which is one of the more popular legends in San Juan Capistrano. In 1915, a guy named Joseph Chase uh, started tell, talking about the kind of stories of San Juan Capistrano. So he popularized it. But the story is that she was like 15 years old or something like that. She was an early teen. And she fell in love with this young guy named Tiafolio. Uncle? I don't know. Okay. He was a, he was an artist and he was like he painted like frescoes and shit like that right uh, and he built uh, the great stone church the great stone church in San Juan Capistrano is this kind of semi ruined looking uh, I've seen church, it right yeah so he painted the frescoes um, and, but her father didn't want them to see each other he she would slip away so this is a very like Romeo and Juliet uh, uh, type story she got caught sneaking out uh-oh. and the father punished her and forced her to confess to the priest. She was forced to do the Circe Lannister. <gasps> that is to walk, not naked, but she'd had to walk in front of the, the, shame. the, the congregation and be shamed as she was holding what's known as a penitence candle. Penitent is the person who was making penance, uh, was asking uh, for forgiveness. Okay. Um, she, you know, she did her thing. She was walking down the aisle with the candle when suddenly an earthquake hit fucking california of course there was an earthquake while this poor woman was trying to do her walk of shame believed to be like a 6.9 um on the richter on on the richter scale Mm -hmm. on the andy richter scale and it led to her getting buried under all the stones with her candle Still in her hand. Now, the legend goes is that on the night of the half moon, you can still see her face in the window of the great stone church. Oh, shit. This is why I'm not a Catholic. So this has got a little bit of uh, Romeo and Juliet. It's got got a natural disaster. It's got a ghost. San Juan Capistrano. Jesus also, I mean, there? El Adobe, the, yeah. the monk, is headless. Yeah, he's a headless and monk. And some say he carries an axe. Yeah. Well, the axe thing, because there's two different ghosts. Yeah. And they get conflated with one another. There's another ghost that has an axe. Some say that it's the friar. So there's a, the problem with ghost stories is they tend to kind of merge and meld because there's certain archetypes associated. So the monk is headless, mm-hmm. right? Uh, other people are like, well, the monk's headless and he's got an axe. There's actually another ghost that also carries an axe in San Juan Capistrano. So it's possible maybe there's two ghosts with axes, but it's more than likely what ended up happening. Is, is it Ichabod the, Crane? The two stories kind of merged together, and now he's a he's a headless axe. drunk ma- monk with an axe. So it's just it kind of added on more and more Listen, qualities to it. You sons of bitches. Yeah, you know I don't like this. What? I don't like these stories, all right? I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. No, you're not, because you're going to look at your window and Magdalena's face is going to be there. You're a son of a bitch. (laughs) I don't live in San Juan Capistrano. Doesn't matter. Shut up. She visits people. Fuck you. That's true. Yeah, she got a bus pass. (laughs) Fuck off. Buses don't run that late. (laughs) Anyways. You should have been like, the bus system doesn't work in Orange County. (laughs) That would have been a better joke. too. But you are these so-called friends, friends I put in quote quotations because I use the word loosely. Or because you're your cousin. As loose as your butthole. Yeah. Oh. Fuck off. <laughs> you can't make those kind of jokes. <laughs> you yelled at me for it earlier and yelled at him for it earlier. But anyways. Only if it's in the connotation of a particular context. Fuck you. You can't make those jokes. <laughs> you're banned. I'm pressing you. But you guys... Have tried to take me to Black Star Canyon. A yeah, few Black Star Canyon, for the people that don't know what it is, is a canyon oh, no, no, no. Will, next will, to Silverado. Yeah, I will That's tell the location. You. I will tell you, all right? Because you have tried, right? I've been to Black Star plenty you of times. You were an accomplice because you didn't tell him, no, Diz is afraid. You just sat there and let me be scared and thinking that he was going to fucking take me against my will to some canyon. We all know the V's an evil person. Yeah. 
And then I was playing on a sacrifice. I had a whole pentagram setup system set up <laughs> and then over there. I've had other friends. I need to pay use rent. The term friends loosely for them as well. Who've against my will tried to take me to Black Star Canyon, and I flipped out. I caused a scene in the back of the car. I'm like, if you fucking take me there, I swear to God, I will murder all of you. You are a drama queen. Listen, you diva. Okay. For those of you who don't know what Black Star Canyon is or who Black Star Bill is, right? Black Star Bill is a racist son of a bitch who would go around shooting people who trespassed on his property, which is Black Star Canyon. Black Star. He Canyon. owned Black Star Canyon, which was close to a ranch. Yeah, but he would shoot. There's literally bullet holes that says no trespassing. Yeah, he shot people. He shot people. All right. They have done fucking satanic rituals there. Okay, let's let's clarify here that in addition to that, there's also it was a, pl- a site of slaughter. Yeah, yeah. Site of slaughter. Native Americans, Native were, Americans were killed there. Were killed there. Yeah. They've done satanic rituals there. Yeah, and the satanic ritual stuff is over exaggerated. Ku Klux Klan was there. Yeah, KKK was definitely there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still, still, still there probably. In, yeah. fa- in fairness, there was a fucking yeah. abandoned bus there but, where children have uh, died. The the. Uh, satanic stuff is uh, over exaggeration. There is a next to Black Star Canyon is Silverado, and at Silverado, there's like a Western magician's lodge type thing. Ali and people has, naturally in Orange Ali County has sacrificed with, many a goat there. Mm, cannot deny this for for, mm. uh, for Eid. That's where he goes and does the sacrifices. Well done. You is that managed, for the Shaitan or whatever? You, never, you no. managed to tick uh, a lot of boxes in that one. Islamophobia, <laughs> Satanism, killing of animals. Good job. Yeah. Well, very good, and, Connor. And you bastards try to fucking take me there. Again. Against my will. I've been to Black Star Canyon. I've been I to Black Star plenty have. of times. I'm time. not denying that. I absolutely love it. It's a beautiful area. Yeah, residence there. It is, it's very nice. It's very peaceful. But the place is haunted as fuck. Even if you don't believe in ghosts, it's got that kind of haunted vibe. So even if you don't believe in ghosts, you, you know, you'd be like, oh yeah, this place has definitely got a Listen, haunted vibe. I wouldn't even it's go, spooky. I wouldn't even go there in the daytime. I've been there at, I've been there at night yeah. by myself. Yeah. I, I'm not like you. If I ever end up dead... Look for my body at Black Star Canyon. No, V, you find him. I ain't going there. My dumbass went there at like three in the night by myself. And Black, the ghost of, is Black Star Bill still alive? No, he's dead. But he's got children. And they're mean too. They don't live there. I've seen, I've heard it. Yeah, that's not true. No one lives there anymore. I've heard there's like a lady there that yells at people. Yeah, I mean, there's a property close to it, but not at Black Star. Black Star Canyon in itself goes, once you pass the gate, it's just wilderness. No one lives there anymore. I heard some old white lady yelling at you, get off my property. That's like every old white lady in the United States. Mm. <laughs> well, they're haunted too. Mm. I, I it's like, oh, well, this ghost keeps calling the cops on all these minority mm. children. It's just, it's, 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 it ain't haunted. It's barbecue patty. It's permit patty. Just Seriously, yeah, you're just sitting, constantly sitting there with a cell phone. No, it's permit there. patty. Permit patty, that's permit what I said. It doesn't matter. Permit barbecue pat- patty or whatever. Permit patty claims she never called the cops and she's just trying to scare the little girl. By yeah, no, even that's worse. some bullshit. That's even worse. Yeah, just yeah. the threat of the cops against black people. That's another person. Where can I live in this country that's not haunted, Ali? Because you're the thing the expert of all hauntedness oh thanks because <laughs> you're spooky yeah you, i mean you, there yeah. isn't a place anywhere you go there's go, there's yeah. ghost stories it's, it's part of the fabric what of, about canada yeah. canada yeah, Canada's got yeah, it's haunted as shit yeah damn it yeah every, i live with you everywhere no. is like everywhere. is your area haunted no i i i intentionally put ghosts in my house god damn it he's yeah. supposed to protect <laughs> me he's the, he's the 13 ghosts you do the mma yeah see now i appreciate a good haunting right and also to be fair me and Paul Mooney kind of agree on this too: is that ghosts don't exactly actually exist because, oh, damn it. Or, or less, you you have to be white to be a ghost because 
because there's no way they're going to let black people to haunt the United States. No. <laughs> there's no way. Not to mention, you don't think that somehow all those slaves in the South wouldn't come back and have haunt you, your white ass? You, that's one of the Americans yeah. so fucked up. Have you been to a plantation, bro? I feel yeah. the fucking spirits all Paul, slaves That's a Paul me, Mooney thing mm. where he's all like, go, ghosts, you can only come back if you're white enough he's, to be He's a keeping ghost. that Paul Mooney streak alive. I love Paul mm. Mooney. I'm, I've been watching all, I've been binging his stuff, but that's besides the point. Actually, next to my house, nearby, really close, is actually a, um, there's a haunted house hmm. close by. Um, in Garden Grove? Yeah, it was actually built in 1891. Ah, so post Civil War. It's uh, called the Stanley House. The Stanley, like uh, Stanley, like Stanley. Oh, okay, not like like our, like, like yeah, not like, our like Lord the and Stanley Savior Hotel. Stanley. Okay, yeah, like so the Stanley House, and it's actually they're talking about how this uh this old lady, the original owner, Agnes Stanley, right? Oh. She lived to be like a hundred years old, but it's like she uh. What happened was she got really, really bitter at the end of her life because she could no longer walk up the stairs. Oh, okay. So now it's like the caretakers that go over there, like they, they, they find themselves being pushed by an unknown entity uh, whenever they're kind of at the, the base of the stairway. Mm. Like at the top or at the bottom? Like at the base. Oh. Mm. Yeah, so they talk about how Agnes haunts that place. You know, almost every uh, almost every high school in Orange County has some, some auditorium ghost story. Ghost yeah. story like, well, Moulton was uh, we in addition to the ghosters, we also were very we very big on the Bloody Mary stuff. Yeah, we did the Bloody Mary stuff. We did what is it, the blood axe or whatever yeah, the blood thing. axe thing. That was a that was when we were in, in elementary school. That was a, the Bloody Mary thing was yeah. huge. Really, it was really that. taking off. Yeah, that's the one where Diz screamed like a little girl when Mustafa tried to try yeah, to you do scared it. To him, right? the sh- yeah, you screamed like a. I'm not gonna deny that yeah. you guys fucking tortured me. We, well, I was in that instance the good guy, because I was on the other side and I tried to open the door for oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did. He did. He's, He's the one that did it. Because I, yeah, I always knew that one time. I always knew my limits. Yeah. I always scared you to the point of terror, but never of psychological trauma. Yeah. Mm. I never went too far. Right? I was, and always, I always felt guilty so whenever like it went too far. I was like, all right, we gotta pull it back. Mustafa didn't. Mustafa, son of a bitch. And after my father passed away too, that, 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 I was already in emotional distress. That, that guy was a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> I was already grieving, and a motherfucker locked me in the bathroom. I love Mustafa. That guy does some fantastic. His stories are amazing. But he did. He locked you in the bathroom, and he like turned the lights off, and you were scre- You were flipping out. You lost your shit. Yeah. You were like. Shouting and screaming, like you, th- you would think that Bloody Mary herself was actually there. So I was the one trying to save you. I literally was like, "Get out of the fucking way!" I'm, le- I didn't say fucking, but yeah. get out of the way. I'm letting him out. He's like, "No, no, no!" no. Like, no, let him out. I pushed. I literally yeah. pushed Mustafa and got you out. Yeah, I so don't you, fucking make me the villain in that. You try to take me to Black Star Canyon. Okay. The villain in that part. <laughs> well, this was consensual. I was asked. <laughs> I said no. <laughs> Diz, what would happen if you found out your house was haunted? He'd move. I'd move. <laughs> he'd move. Yeah. He'd live literally in the grass outside his house. Yeah. Before he'd like, step foot back. I fucking ask my neighbors and I could borrow whatever. But what if it was like a benevolent ghost? Like, like what? Just didn't fuck with me? Like what was a ghost? Like it happened? Like it would move your socks or something every so often? I'm pretty sure that's just my mom. She's a benevolent ghost. <laughs> <laughs> just because she wears a hijab doesn't mean she's a so ghost. Is you know how many like t-shirts I lost? <laughs> she comes in, moves things around, and goes away. <laughs> She's a benevolent ghost. That's fair enough. That's my mom. Fair enough. I can deal with that. That's yeah? fucked up. I'm that telling you, man. Up. I've seen spirits as a child. I've I don't like this shit. But the Bloody Mary stuff at UC, uh, not UC, but um, <laughs> <laughs> at UC Moulton, yeah. Moulton <laughs> Elementary School. I remember very distinctly because it was uh, the the bathroom. And yeah. They turned off the lights and then did the bloody Bloody Mary thing. Oh, and, morning Margo. And then suddenly you could just hear. 
blood-curdling screams from these terrified kids because it looked like a silhouette was there, but it had been like someone had like put their finger. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so it looked like a silhouette. Uh, right? They had traced something in the mirror. Fucking assholes. People lost their shit, but it was a very dis response. Yeah. But I remember it was by that, you know, that bathroom where, because there's only one bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But no, and it was just the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. By dis response, you mean a normal response to being psychologically tortured. Being no. Tears, you're screaming and you're scared. Plenty of people have taken fear on the chin. I was psychologically tortured. There's a difference. Don't say, don't wow. accuse you poor cousin. Mustafa. I'm gonna PTSD. I'm gonna be Mustafa's defender a little bit here. As much as I, I saved you in that moment, and I was the hero. I wouldn't go so far as to say psychological torture. I would say a healthy experience with fear. I am still scared of scary movies in the dark. No, no, you weren't scared of you weren't scared of scary movies because Mustafa locked you in the bathroom. You're scared of scary movies because you're a coward. I don't like being in the dark in the bathroom. You're a little, you're a little bitch, is what you are. It's not. It's I was tortured. I have PTSD. <laughs> Stop with this PTSD. This guy. This is this. If anything is indicative of a fucking millennial generation, I'm going to my it's this right here. Yeah, it's like really. every little thing has been turned into a soap opera. I've been traumatized. I've been psychological. I mean, look, the people have been waterboarded and they've come out with less complaining than Diz is talking about his <laughs> psychological. Th- he's talking about like Gina, like like CIA director Gina Hasp or whatever her name is. Torture. That's what you're talking about. I've been tortured. Because he locked you in the bathroom with the lights off, yelling <laughs> Candyman. <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> I was expecting a man with the hook to come and kill me. That's true. And there was a window in I, the bathroom. Yeah, That's and true. I expected Wait, to die. Wait, do you live... Uh, your your place, is it, it's one story, It right? was... For, uh, the, where he lived was one story... It was two stories, but it was bottom floor. It was an apartment complex. Okay, but so like... I mean, oh, no, the current live, place. Yeah, the current place you live now. Shut up, V. Fuck off. Stop trying to scare me. No, shit. <laughs> He's asking floor plans, bro. Yeah. No, I'm not telling you anything. You don't yes. know where I live. It's two, fl- two f- so, like, stories. So, what I mean, like, does the wind, like, you said, because a couple weeks ago, you talked about how yes, you, v- you erroneously punched the air because you thought someone was at your window. Was that, like, was yeah. that because it was at ground floor? Or it is ground floor. Okay. Yeah. He I'm, sleeps in the ground floor. I'm sleeping on the floor and not next to the window tonight. Thank you, <laughs> assholes. So, you, you know, what if what if I, like, got a Slender Man, like, that, like, the thing and put a suit on and just, like, hung out in well, front of Well, don't say it now. Now that yeah. would have been brilliant to do. Don't <laughs> give him a heads up. What the fuck, man? No, I'm not. No, no. This is that. This is a fantastic <laughs> prank, and you fucking. I'm giving him a heads up now, right? Because he's gonna be looking out the window. You should have said <laughs> nothing, and then we would have gotten a Slenderman mask and done it for Halloween. Fuck you guys. And then filmed it. That's not okay. Use his psychological torture for the views. You could have literally been the hero again and, and came in and saved, <laughs> tased you. <laughs> I have neighbors. <laughs> That's like some son of Sam shit right there. Why like, would you guys like, do yeah, that? He would do that. He would he would go and he would shoot people and then he would like go and act as if he he would try to he would fantasize about calling the cops yeah. and saving people after they got shot. Mm. You guys are terrible people. Look, the reality is that, and I'm saying this with with all honesty, nine ninety percent chance your house is haunted. Yeah, but you have to tell me that. <laughs> I have. That's true. I've been there. Statistically I've been there speaking, yeah. I've been my house. statistically speaking, yes, I know. Someone's been murdered in your house. Probably. And they are haunting you. That's fine. I'll accept it. They've, they've left me alone. They've just moved my socks around. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept that. But the the theory of ghosts is 
once you're aware of them. The shut up, Ali. I saw a theory. No, it's true. This is this is a true occult Fuck concept. Off. That the, Fuck like, you. Devils can't mess with you if you don't believe in them. But once you t- suspect, you don't have to believe. Do you have any sage? But you, <laughs> there's not enough sage in the world for this bullshit. Yeah. Come on, give me some yeah. sage, dude. No, you're gonna need more than sage to cleanse that place. Mm, Come no on, room it. anyway. Okay, it's true. You got sage? We need bleach. <laughs> just the, uh, we're just wave, we're just sprinkling bleach around your house. Listen, That's what's seriously, needed. and the whole of the Catholic Church. What? Look, I have a procedure tomorrow, and you're over here trying to scare me the night before a procedure. How dare you? What? You're like, what? The fear is gonna make your gallbladder pop out of your butthole? Like, what? Like, what exactly maybe, do you think? How do you think the fear does? to you I need you after this podcast to get me some sage I'm burning sage <laughs> in my room tonight I don't give a fuck what you say I know you got you, sage you don't want to see Magdalena show up at your window do you have sage I do have sage give me sage my <laughs> <laughs> he's like I know you guys say yeah I got sage give me sage <laughs> I'm, you, got, you got wolfsbane no wolfsbane doesn't do anything for ghosts what else you got wolfsbane is a poison for the record you know that right literally why That's it's called so Disney wolfsbane kill himself if sees, yeah. Yeah, just in case it's it's aconite. It's poisonous. Like so what? Are, I mean, it's for a werewolf comes through. But you, you got just, it. With that wolf I do have wolfsbane as well. Yes. Yeah. What else? You, what you got that can protect me from ghosts? Yeah. Nothing. Come on, man. <laughs> you're doomed. Come yeah. on, man. The whole silly family. Sage for cleansing. That's also bullshit. Okay, don't lie to me. You got. That's why you have sage. Then. Sage just smells nice. That's Give true. It to me. I put it's it, also I really put good it on my turkey. Yeah, sage is delicious with the butter. With what sage butter. What else you got? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, I got sage, sage butter. Yeah. Shut up, V. That's dumb as shit. Stand up. Yeah, no, shut <laughs> Stop is, trying to wicking your way out of this. This, this is dumbass is burning sage butter <laughs> in an oil heater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you got for me, bro? You got nothing. I need some herbs and spices to get these ghosts away. You got the 13 from KFC. I remember, we're going to end yeah. this story with... I think I've mentioned Honeyman's on this podcast multiple oh, yeah, times. Yeah, of course. We. I feel like it's a yearly tradition. It is a yearly tradition. Michael Honeyman, though. It's a like. yearly tradition, and I think it encapsulates the Orange County quite well. Mm-hmm. So when we were in high school... It was our yes. junior high school. Junior year high school. 17 years old. Um, my birthday... There was a, a local, to to a haunted house. I did a local place here known as Honeyman's, and it was uh, kind of an abandoned house, well-off house, uh, where a lot of the potheads went to smoke. Uh, it was where a lot of homeless people went. Yeah, a lot like, of squatters. There. Yeah, you could go and you could see like there's a lot of candles and shit that people would live there. Mm-hmm. This legend goes that Honeyman was a very wealthy in the 1950s or so, or maybe even earlier, a very wealthy doctor. Mm-hmm. Who went crazy and killed his family and burned his house down? And there, when you go in, you burn. So for my birthday, we decided that we were going to go to Honeyman's, mm-hmm. and it was going to be an experience. I don't like the story. So we did, and we went in there, fat ass, grown, grown teenagers. Yeah, and let's just say the experience was was something. Yeah. Was something. Yeah. We didn't we went in there with full it's very possible that we hy- psyched ourselves up, right? Of course like, we did. Like we went in there like we by the time we had gone in there, we were ready to experience ghostness. I right? think we, we had opened up yeah. we had opened ourselves up yeah. to the experience. The, the ghostness was mostly in our head. But we were walking through the rooms and the rooms are creepy. 
I don't yeah. like y'all. There's like one room where like his books are scattered on the floor, and if you pick up his books, you can see it says Ex Libris Honeyman from the Library of Honeyman. Yeah, uh, there was you got to remember the way that these houses are built too. Yeah, the hallways are really small, very small. Right, I so like, like the, story. the houses back then they're yeah. built. But even now, Orange County houses hallways are small. Yeah, really but it's like you look. It's almost like the way. It's almost the thing where it's because I'm pretty wide shouldered, yeah. yeah. and like our friends are pretty wide shouldered too. Like there was a point where we were walking down the hall towards Honeyman's bedroom, I think. And you can almost, it almost, the hallway almost touched my shoulders. Like yeah, it was such yeah. a thin hallway. And it's, it's just tight space for, for a lot of this. But you could see that this was burnt down. You could see the charred remains of, of, the, of the house. Yeah, they're evil. You, you could see, and fair, like in all honesty, you could see blood on the walls. We're not sure if it was animal blood yeah. or something. The reality was, is people lived there, People right? were so, there. Yeah, so it was a mess. At one point... The things that really kind of stood out in our mind, though, is that as we were walking, one of our friends... Don't fucking touch me. Alex screamed. Ah! We all turned around. What the hell was that? Something grabbed me. Yeah. Uh -huh. We all shined our lights, and we didn't see anything. But this, but by shining our lights, I mean flashlights. I know this is a technology. Mm. Many, you use your phone flashlight? Many, many of us who are... We, as our we're, phones didn't have them. As we're speaking then. now... Phones, no cameras. People go, flashlight? What is this thing called a flashlight? There wasn't no a cell phone. It was literal flashlights. We tried it. There was nothing there. But he felt that something had genuinely grabbed... It was one of you fucks. His, no, we were no, all... Alex was, was at the end. He was at the, the, yeah, back, he was at the back. So we're like, okay, maybe it was just a wire or something like that. Right? We enter into Honeyman's room. Right? This is his private library. I'm very fascinated with his books. So I've picked up several of them. I'm looking through them. Did He's, you take any of them? No, I didn't take any of them. But they Fucking looked asshole. very... He looked like he was a well-read man. Mm -hmm. Right? And they said, ex Libris Honeyman. So this confirmed to some degree that, yes, someone named Honeyman lived, lived here. Uh -huh. Right? There, so the legend was based in some truth. We turned around making a mental note that we're going to come back to the library after we first ah. fully plotted out yeah, yeah, yeah. the place. Like, so we knew where everything was because we were going in there blind. We didn't have a fucking plan. I mean, we didn't know where, where, where was guys, what. Yeah, this house literally also, it's like, it's worst. in the middle of nowhere. It's out in the so middle of the you canyon. You like, park. We had to park somewhere and then cross like over the freeway, not you know where the yeah. freeway was, and then it wasn't a like, freeway. It's but it's like a, it's like a roadway. Yeah, it's like a Pacific Coast Highway. Type and you road. had to hop a fence and then walk into this like woods. Yeah, this woods area because it was in the middle of this like brush area. So yeah. it's literally so like, we you parked just by Trader Joe's. I don't want to know about any of this. Jumped the jumped over the ran across the road. Pushed Trader Joe out of this. Jumped over the fence. Wait or made our way through the forest and the canyons, and it's way up there. Like you're not, it's not a short trip. It's a long trip. We had candles with us. We had flashlights with us. So, anyways, we made it into the library, and we're like, okay, we'll come back after we've made the thing. We walk out, and the door shuts, and we all hear this <laughs> click. Literally not like the door was locked yeah, and yeah. the wind shut it. Yeah. Now again, of course, it's very possible that it was all in our heads and we're just making this up because was, at this point so, did you run? But at this point, we went holy fucking and you ran out the house. We well, some of us ran, not all of us. They're the smart people, but you the, fucking stayed behind. The third part that made that really made us go, hold on a minute, is we decided that we needed a breather. So we went outside. This was a relatively large land that he owned. So there was a tractor on his land. Mm -hmm. And we were all kind of hanging around. The tractor? The tractor. At this age, most of us, excluding myself and I think V, were smokers, right? Oh, like, v smoked smoked smoke. Alex didn't smoke. V smoked. No, Alex didn't smoke. I smoked. You yeah. smoked. Well, anyways, yeah. everyone was smoking. So we took a break. They were all smoking. 
We felt one of us as we were walking, and I think Nick is the one that that's felt it. He felt like he kicked something. Uh-huh. So he reaches down a little bit underneath the tractor, and guess skull? what he pulls out? A skull. No, but he pulls out a bone. Uh. It's a human clavicle. Uh. Now, how do we know it's a human clavicle? Because of the way it's shaped. That's not an, there's no animal clavicle. That's not a coyote's like leftover. That looked like a human fucking and then you ran bone no you fucking assholes we did not run why would you not run because we were determined to go back you guys are assholes fuck off the worst part about this can we end this no is that honeyman's was torn down uh-huh and an apartment complex God, fuck you. was built over it. I kid you not. Mm-hmm. I kid you not. And it's where you live. No, I'm just <laughs> My house has been around. My apartment's been I'm around. I'm just kidding. But there's, you can go now to where Honeyman's plot was, uh-huh. and you can still kind of sense Honeyman. Oh, fuck that guy. But it's an apartment complex now. Oh. Yeah. Ma- they just built over it. This is why I'm talking about Orange County's haunted because of shit like this. Oh, yeah. What happens? Stop kicking stuff I'm, and trying to scare me, I'm asshole. I'm trying to scare you. I can move my fucking leg. Relax. Yeah. Hey, not to well, mention this story. We've literally been telling this story for like the past five Ian years and you're still afraid of it. Every fucking year, you dicks, making me relive my trauma again. Relive your trauma. This generation, everything's a trauma. This is a trauma. Don't, don't get your venti latte. Oh, it's a trauma. I've been traumatized. I'm traumatized. I hate this generation. I hate October. I hate October on this podcast. Next October, you guys are going to find a fucking, like a co-host, temporary co-host. That's true, because we're going to hide Diz in a coffin. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Happy October, fellow nerds. Diz, why don't you take us out? Fuck you guys. Fuck them. If you want to yell at them on Facebook, facebook.com slash currently nerdy. Tell them to stop traumatizing Diz. Tweet them at currently nerdy. Hashtag leave Diz alone at currently nerdy. On the Instagram at currently nerdy. Hashtag all of our photos. Poor Diz has PTSD. We're on the Tumblr. Currently nerdy.tumblr.com. Reblog and post your notes that they have given me PTSD from Honeyman. Stop, stop over dramatizing this and stop exploiting actual mental health conditions. Fuck you. Piece I of have shit. it now because of you. We're on the YouTube. Hey, have you seen our new YouTube video, Ali? <laughs> no. Have you seen our new YouTube video, V? You know, I was planning on to, but I'm just a sexy boy. Oh, sexy boy. Not a boy toy. No. Make sure you watch our new video. Our currently What the hell guy. just happened? We we talked wrestling to each okay. other. Okay, <laughs> so we have a language you don't understand. <laughs> Literally, I just didn't know what happened. Watch I thought you hit on each other. No, how dare you? He would never hit on such lowly scum like myself. Oh, that's, that's very nice. I thought you were gonna say like, no, nah, I wouldn't do that to V. I love you, like even though he fucking know. traumatizes me every year. I, I didn't trauma. I wasn't uh, telling the story. If I was you were a, involved. You were an accomplice. If I was <laughs> a gay man. I'd have better taste than V. Like I, I was waiting for that. Why would I do that? Mm. V's a good-looking dude. In what universe? In our universe, you asshole. I'm surprised you said something so nice. Whatever, man. We so, are in the darkest timeline. Apparently. So Up is down and down is up. <laughs> Listen. Currently Nerdy Guide. Sean Michaels. Watch it on the YouTube. Subscribe. Get into our giveaway. Win a Funko Pop Vinyl. All right? Uh, we're also on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. Make sure you're subscribed. Give us a five-star rating. Make your friends subscribe. If you want to get a hold of us individually, you can. V, how can they get a hold of you? you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at VTran214. That's V-Y-T-R-A-N-214. You can find me on our website at thesandwichslayer.com. Or 7crossroads.com. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at A-A-O-L-O-M-I or on my website at alilomi.com or 
on our sister podcast, Head on History, a more sophisticated, refined podcast. That podcast is haunted. There's a ghoul who speaks of it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> how dare you? The history how, ghoul. How dare you? <laughs> um, if you want to find me, I will be burning sage at all my social media platforms at Dizbulla, D-I-Z-B-U-L-L-A-H. Go get me some sage, please. Um, and... That's it. That's it. That's it. You're, just, you're just going to burn sage. Okay. Burn sage. For everyone here at Curly Nerdy, thank you for tuning in. And remember, stay smart, sexy nerds. All hail the currently nerdy empire. Fucking love October. Of sage.